0: Grammy Award nominated, uh, this song by Babyface coming from his album The Day, released in 1996, How Come, How Long. Yeah, a is welcome to it, 11 minutes after 11. I know a lot of you have been saying, oh, this is Patricia, when is Closet Conversation coming in? Well, it's time for Closet Conversation. And I did say, we're talking about size. Does size matter? Dr. Anthony Smith will be joining us straight after this This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners And for anyone under the age of 18 Note that the views expressed on this show Are not that of the station or the presenter Closet Conversations I'd like to welcome our A-Team guest, Dr. Anthony Smith, who's a family physician and a medical sexologist as we talk body dysmorphia, concerns about penis size in men and the feeling of having a too small a penis and things like that, like that, like that. But I'm going to firstly ask, does size matter? Good evening, Dr.
1: Anthony Smith. Yes, good evening to you. How are you this evening?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm strong, I'm strong, doctor, but I'm just like very concerned about this topic that we are having because I thought it's only women who have body image issues, but all of a sudden I'm seeing that men also have body image issues, especially around their penis size.
1: Yes, now indeed, this is much more common than you'd imagine, um, and it even gets to the point where it can be a serious issue that can affect young men in particular, their, their lives considerably.
0: Does size matter when it comes to the sexual act?
1: Well, no. So um, the, the, the short answer to that is that um, if the size um, is within relative normality, it really doesn't matter. But even if it is very small and, on average, much smaller than usual, it doesn't. It doesn't fundamentally matter. Now, there are some women, a small percentage. We have a preference for a larger penis size, but for the most part, that actually still doesn't impact on whether or not um, penis size matters, because even in the face of people having preferences, like for example, you may have a preference for a particular kind of look in order to be sexually satisfied, even if you don't have that look, you still can be effective sexually. So no, that answer is no.
0: Hey, teamers, you've heard it from Dr. Smith. I want to hear from you. As a lady, does size matter? Or as a man in a a gay relationship, a homosexual relationship, does size matter? As a man in general? Does the size of your penis matter? Do you think about it? Does it worry you? Um, are you concerned? Please do call in on 11 714 or WhatsApp on 614 104 SMSs can be sent to 41391. I want to hear from you. And also if there are some experiences, perhaps you don't have much of a big size, but you are able to rock the ocean because that's what they say. It's not the size of the ocean, but the motion of the ocean. So tell us those tips for those who are suffering from this. Dr. Smith, there's something called small penis syndrome. Please explain to us what is small penis syndrome and also explain what constitutes as a small penis.
1: Ah, okay. So it, it's important to define this because, you know, we, we're not necessarily talking about the concern that a person will occasionally have that they have a slightly smaller penis. There's a lot of men there who may just occasionally think to themselves, well, um, I prefer to have a bigger penis or a different penis or they'd like to be looking in a different way. But then the thought goes by and then it really doesn't concern them anymore. And in fact, they get on with their lives and all is fine. And they actually realize that everything is okay, and the size of the penis is fine. But that isn't the case if you've got this condition called small penis syndrome or small penis anxiety. And the hallmark of this is that you have a preoccupation or an anxiety which is at a quite high level about the fact that your penis is much smaller than the normal size, but actually, objectively speaking, the size of the penis is within the normal limits. So it's people who are walking around feeling and thinking that their size is smaller and are distressed by it um, but actually, when you, when you, uh, if you were to measure it or if you were to compare it to the norm, their penises are are just the same as the average man's penis. Um, I and mean, you're probably going to ask me a little bit about what the average sizes actually are. Um, and I can tell you that in that um, the first thing of, of, of interest is that um, the, the the average length of a man's erect penis is, probably between 12.5 and 13.2 centimeters. That, that's, that's the average. Um, and if you were to ask the average man how big they thought the average penis was, they would probably overestimate it and say it was about 15 centimeters. So, so you can see just from these statistics or measurements that a lot of men are, are overestimating how big the normal penis is and then as a result can underestimate how, you know, the size of their own, which can cause various problems.
0: So um, I'm imagining a man with a small penis syndrome um, is always thinking about their size, they're uncomfortable about it. This should be causing distress in their sexual life because, I mean, if something is, an, is uh, you know, uncomfortable for you when you have to go and be naked in front of your partner and go into the pleasurable act of intimacy, you're not going to perform well.
1: Absolutely. You know, this is this can be a, a real issue. It can it can be it can it can affect you very very simply. It can affect you just by virtue of feeling self-conscious when you go to a beach. You may feel self-conscious if you're having to go into a communal shower with other with other men, and not because you're sexually attracted to them, but because you just don't want to be commented on. Um, you become quite sensitive to humiliation and shame. And this then translates through into seeking intimacy. These are men at the extreme who may avoid intimacy because they're fearful about external comments on their genitals. Um, And if it's the case that they are in relationships, it may be that they have some form of sexual dysfunction or they become very anxious or uh, they avoid sexual activity with their partners altogether. So there's quite a, a, a wide range of issues that can come out of this particular problem.
0: Now, I asked the question to A-teamers if size matters to them. And some of uh, the A-teamers are responding here. Anonymous in starts says, Hi, guys. Uh, throughout the years, I have learned that the size does not matter. It's all in the mind. I am 48 years old. On the other hand, this A-teamer is Lee, who is in Cape Town, says, Patricia, to me, It really matters. I cannot have a pinky in me. I always believed in a great size. I had one sex with a guy with a very small penis and his penis kept on sliding out. And I really didn't enjoy it. After that experience, I always go for the horse size or the monsters. And for some reason, they have my Sasha fears wearing her crown perfectly. So that's from Lee in Cape Town, who's a lady. For a man who's got a small penis, like never mind the syndrome, but he's got a small penis, are there ways that he can work around a doc so that when he's having intercourse with his partner, he doesn't experience what Lee experienced, that the penis keeps on slipping out?
1: Well, for for the most part, unless you have a truly small penis, and there's a condition called micropenis, which we can talk about a little bit later and uh, discuss what that actually is. But if you're a, a relatively normal sized penis, you generally are able to perform uh, all sexual acts, including a, intercourse, uh, without really much of a problem. Um, but the first step to begin with, before you even having sex or sexual intercourse, is the attitude and what you have in your mind before you approach it. Because if you approach sex feeling shamed, feeling anxious, feeling hesitant, you, you're going to have difficulty in being able to approach your sexual act with any kind of uh, level of intimacy, which is going to be able to give your partner pleasure and then give yourself pleasure and have an enhanced experience. Um, but let's just say that you are somebody who's got a very, very small penis. Um, well, the first thing is, is that you know, if you've got a, um, a, a strong psychological mind or you're adapted according to that, then you'll find other ways to be able to pleasure your partner um, and you'll be able to find other ways around it. Um, in addition to utilising your erect penis in a way which is able to stimulate those parts of the woman which from which they gain the most pleasure. So the the, the, the the thing is is that with your partner, because clearly, you know, this is a partner who you're intimate with, it's somebody who you're communicating with, it's somebody who you mutually are able to find ways in which you can maximize each other's pleasure and you can work to the fact that, um, that there may be, you know, if, if, if she has a preference and her preference is very, very specific to needing a very large penis, that could, that could very well be a problem. So I don't want to paint this as a non-issue. Um, but for the most part in the average situation, there are definitely ways to be able to accommodate. And in fact, men can compensate by becoming extremely skilled in other areas because sex is not just about the penis.
0: Okay, let me go to this voice note.
2: Evening, Doc. <clears throat> uh, here we go again. This question never seems to have an expiry date. So what I would like to know is um, how effective or how detrimental are these um, fat injections that have emerged lately where one could inject them into the uh, nightstick so that it appears bigger. How effective are they and what are the effects of such procedures?
0: You can go ahead, Dr. Smith, and respond.
1: Okay, I just want to clarify because I didn't hear that question so clearly, but if I, I think what I heard was if you, there's certain. Uh, substances that you're able to inject into the penis to make it look a little bit bigger? And how effective are these? Is that what the question is?
0: Yes, and especially you were talking about injectables into the
1: penis. Injectables, okay. So so there are injectables, um, and there are various things. And I think it, it has to be said that these kinds of problems are often first, answers to them are first looked for on the internet. Um, men with these problems are often quite shamed and really do feel quite embarrassed to go to their doctors. So they look for things and then maybe particularly susceptible to unusual and non-proven and perhaps even dangerous methods that are available to them on the internet via you know, dubious companies and you know, really uh, unproven means. Um, so, the, But if we go back to saying there are certain injectables, silicon injectables, collagen injectables... And what these do, they sometimes can actually increase the girth of the penis. That means the roundness, the thickness of the penis rather than the length of the penis. So these can happen. They tend to do it a little bit asymmetrically. So sometimes uh, you you don't have it. It's not evenly so. And also they can cause damage, which can paradoxically make the penis smaller if it damages areas of blood vessels and nerves um, at the point where the injection occurs. So one has to be very, very careful, and if you're to use this kind of technique, you need to know the limitations and the fact that just doing it may not, in fact, solve the problem, because the problem is mostly in the mind, it's not really in the penis. Remember that people with small penis anxiety actually have normal-sized penises. They don't have particularly small penises. So one has to be aware that even, you know, once you've, Done this kind of, you know, you've you've used the injectable, while it may objectively be a little bit bigger in the girth, it may still be the case that it doesn't solve the underlying issue, which is there.
0: Uh, Talking about micropenises, what is micropenis as opposed to this small penis syndrome?
1: Yeah, so the thing about small penis syndrome is that almost always the... The size of the penis is falling within the normal range, but it's micropenis. It's a different story, and this happens to a very small percentage of men—maybe 0.3, 0.4 percent of men altogether—whereby at birth you can already notice that they have extremely small penises, and that as they get older, their penises are even, you know, up to, you know, a half of the size of the normal penis. Uh, we call it standard deviations from the norm. So they're two and a half standard deviations from the norm. But in translation, it usually tends to be penises that are less than 70 centimetres erect. And if you remember correctly, I said that a normal size penis erect is in the region of 12 and a half to 13 centimetres. So that's a really small size compared. Now, it's caused usually by hormonal or genetic issues that have occurred in the womb. And then you find that the penis just does not grow to the same degree, even though the genitals are clearly male and there's no necessarily other congenital issue which you can see. But it's a hormonal and genetic problem, which then may benefit from some kind of surgical intervention um, and sometimes some hormonal intervention, especially in the early years, in infancy and then around puberty as well.
0: I see some voice notes here from our a
3: Hi Patricia, nice topic you're having tonight. This is Piri, a truck driver on the road. I'd like to ask your guest there do enlarging creams work? Penis enlarging creams, do they work? Uh. Do they
1: work, Doc? You know, the enlarging creams don't really work. A cream can't really enlarge a penis. Um, and I think that would be quite a good example of you know, online marketing, taking advantage of vulnerable, susceptible men who are really feeling bad about the size of their penises and are looking you know, to do anything that would potentially help them. Um, and they the, the are some methods which, are, which have been proven to be of some benefit, and usually these are done by urologists uh, and in specialist centres where you can potentially um, do certain manoeuvres to enlarge the, the, the penis. But, but a cream or some topical ointment is just not going to do that at all. So that, that I would say, no, it's not going to help.
0: Let's go to more voice notes.
2: Good evening, Patricia, and to the doctor. You see, that thing of small penis or big penis, if your mindset is fine, you can go all along. Of Advice for the guys with the small sizes. Please change the, 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 the style. Change the way you satisfy your girlfriend. Change positions. That will also help. But for me, I think I'm one of the lucky guys. My pleasure is all along every time when I have sex with my girlfriend, she enjoy as much as I do. Thank you.
3: Good evening, good evening, Pat, and good evening to our guests. there. My question for tonight is, uh, if a guy have a small penis and decided to take the medication, then what are the consequences of using those a uh, penis enlargement pills. Mm. I just want to know, this is King St. all the way from Joburg. Thank you for the great show, always. Madam Tuli, how are you? I'm Nathan Ke from Bombela. Okay, madam, for me, what I'm advising the people, the size of the penis doesn't matter, but the way you use the penis It matters a lot. Let me tell you, if you fail to prepare a lady before you start, it's very difficult to satisfy a lady. Let me tell you, if you are starting with a lady, ask her. Don't be ashamed which style do you want. So that you can get the perfection in between you. And you do what you want, both of you. But if you come and you rush, I want to sleep with whatever, which means you're going to cause some damages. I'm Nathan, came from Bombera, Madam Patricia. Good night.
0: Well, Doc, uh, you've heard some uh, advice uh, from uh, our A-teamers, uh, but also questions. So I think a lot of people are really concerned about their Penis sizes. No one's really Mm. saying, I've got small penis syndrome, even if your penis is not that small, but you're always worried about it. Uh, But men want to always enhance their size. So the creams and the tablets and the injectables, that's what everyone is clearly wanting Mm. to know more of.
1: Mm. Mm. You know, I I think it's what I am gathering, and I think this is very common, um, is that men often do question their masculinity. They, they, question their virility. They want to please their woman uh, or their partners. Um, They want to be sexually virile and good in bed. Um, And and those are very natural things to feel. Um, And, you know, I think most men at certain stages will go through periods of doubt, and at other stages they feel very confident and absolutely fine. And, you know, there can be problems, you know, any of those can affect you in the bedroom. And it's not necessarily related to your penis size. Sometimes what happens, and this does really tend to happen mostly amongst younger men, maybe older men who've had bad experiences as well, is that those uncertainties about your performance get projected onto your penis. And then you think in your mind, if only my penis was bigger, all those other problems would go away. So I think these things which one can utilize um, to be able to increase your confidence and that means your confidence in yourself as a human being and also your potential to be able to connect with your partner on lots of different levels not just on one single level and you also understand that sexual activity is, is a very broad thing it's, it's it's intimacy it's it's a way that you communicate even with your clothes on and then of course um, making love having sex is not just a penetrative activity it's something which involves many different kinds of activities and ways of connecting physically. And one gains in confidence with the right partner. Um, And as this happens, you think less about the size of your penis and about how good you are and you stop worrying and you stop thinking that your performance is not so great. Um, Because it is a truth that men, unlike women, have a penis which is right in front of them, which if it doesn't work, is there for everybody to see. You can't hide it. And this means that men have a degree of performance anxiety. And that kind of anxiety can make them feel self-conscious. And if they're not performing up to their expectation, then it can cause a lot of distress. So I suppose what I'm really saying in comments to some of your you know, very insightful callers is that you want to be able to have general confidence in yourself and in your sexuality, um, and utilize the penis that you have, the body that you have, to the best of your ability. Um, And for the most part, that usually is more than sufficiently good. Um, It's very, very rare, very rare indeed, to have such a small penis that it's not going to be able to satisfy your partner.
0: So this a says, micropenis is genetic uh, genetically too. Um, he says, we all have it here, uh, Giti, so at home. And I also pass it on to my boy. My ex was always pushing me to go to see Inyanga, which is a traditional healer, because she saw it as if I was bewitched, and she was not open to other methods other than penis stimulation. Is it true? Uh, can you pass down... Uh, Micropenis?
1: Well, you know, the, and the first thing that I want to ask is that many people think that they have micropenis, but they just have other forms of abnormalities which make it look as if their penis is smaller. So before one makes the assumption that you have micropenis, you first have to look at the rest of your body. Sometimes that little bit of fat which is on, you know, above the genitals can be particularly pronounced, and then it makes the penis look a lot smaller relative to that making you think that you have a small penis. And, of course, when you look down at your penis, it sometimes seems a lot smaller than it really is when you actually measure it. And it's a very interesting thing that when people measure their own penises, they often tend to be a lot smaller than when a medical professional, for example, will measure it properly. So putting all of that aside, and let's just say that this gentleman really does have some kind of abnormality. There are abnormalities which are genetic, which are the result of the way in which hormones are produced and the way that they work in the body, which can cause um, the, the, the penis size to be particularly small in the category of micro penis. And in this case, you, you, you have a little bit of a problem because the penis that you have is a bit smaller than the average, and you then really have to be working around that problem as a reality. Now, there are some surgical procedures which can help under these circumstances, and there are, as I mentioned earlier, hormones that can be taken at certain key points of when the penis grows. So the penis tends to grow in the first five years, and particularly in the first number of months after um, after birth, and then there's a period during puberty when uh, the penis will grow, and then generally it will stop growing at about 17 years old. And there are key moments when Hormonal treatments can help, but you can't give too many hormones because it does all kinds of other nasty things. Um, And then at a later age, there are some specialized operations which can give the appearance of a slightly larger penis, which can be satisfactory to to the person if they're very highly motivated and it's become a real issue for them. But once again, I get back to the point that, you know, there are all shapes and sizes to the world and there are all kinds of men and women and in between and every, you know and, and of all um, genders, sizes and shapes and you know, that really is is, is ultimately what you 're looking for is to find the kind of partner with whom you are able to connect um, whatever the size of your genitals are. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to come to my A-teamer, Philemon, who's holding on the line. But I want to quickly read this one. This A-teamer says, where are the female callers? It's them who have to enjoy these penises. And another one says, uh, Patricia and Doc, can ladies please call and set us free? We want to hear from them. So this is a call to all you A-teamers, please, ladies, Call in WhatsApp voice note. Let us know what your opinion when it comes to size. Do you comfort your guy? Do you enjoy what you are being served? Zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. That's the WhatsApp number, or four one three nine one for SMSs. and to call in zero one one seven one four two double zero six. Let's go to Atima Philemon. Good evening.
4: Good evening, Pat, the director, and the fellow listeners. I just got a uh, quick two questions there. The first one is not the your question. I think Dr. didn't uh, answer it. It was around what are the effects of using the the pills for enlargement. And then the second question is, is how true is that when you are highly uh, in a Sexual intercourse, or aggressively in high demand, uh, or highly engaged in sexual intercourse. How is it? How is it true that you are highly likely to be running out of the stem count in the long term by, if you like, you engage in a lot of sexual inter, uh, intercourse, time to time. Is it naturally true that that can happen, or not?
0: All right, stay on the line for me, Philemon, just to make sure that Doc heard you well. Uh, Doc, did you get the question Uh, from
1: Philemon? Yeah, I, I got the second question. I wasn't sure about the first. The second question, I think, was about if you're having a lot of sexual intercourse, do you run the danger over time of running out of sperm or running a low sperm count? Is that correct? Yeah, I think that's what Philemon was trying to get to. That was the second question. And the first one was, something about methods of enlarging the penis, yes. but I also wasn't sure.
0: So you're saying um, the side effects of the
1: enlargement. Ah, okay. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think that, that one, there are definitely side effects. You know, one, one of the operations that they sometimes do is that they cut the little muscle which holds the top of the penis to the pelvis. It's called the suspensory ligament. Um, and by cutting that, the penis will flop down a little bit more, but will appear to be more lengthened. And you'll give the impression of it being a little bit longer. But the problem here is that you are changing the anatomy a little bit. And by changing the anatomy, you you are interfering a little bit with the look of the penis and you also uh, expose the area of tissue to infection and to scarring and that type of thing. And if you are injecting into the penis, you also run the risk of um, of damaging the blood vessels and the nerves in that area, which can then contract and actually cause the penis even to get a little bit smaller but there are as i said specialist operations which are not really done very commonly but they can be done to put certain types of you know to to uh use some form of traction whereby you're able to pull and extend the penis a little bit Um, and these in fact are found to be satisfactory by some men but this isn't the same thing as the kind of adverts you're going to get on the internet these are done in clinics which are respected surgeons and people who have done many of these types of procedures uh, and they usually do it only for the cases which are most extreme. The take-home message ultimately is is that surgical ways of enhancing or lengthening the penis are not really that um, excellent um, and, and not so reliable and there may be some side effects associated with them. So that's the first answer. The second one is that which is a little bit you know, off the subject of the size of the
0: penis. Can we take but- the second one after the break, Doc? Of course. Thank you very much. A-teamers, quick break, and we'll be back. Eight-night conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet
3: conversations.
0: Uh, Doc, before the break, you were going through the answers from our A-teamer. Yes,
1: yes, and that last question was, uh, about whether in the longer term you would run out of sperm if you had lots of sexual activity. And the answer is no, you, you wouldn't. Your your testicles produce uh, sperm, and then they are stored in the epididymis, and they are consistently turning over at a regular rate. Um, as you get older anyway, just by virtue of your age, you would produce less sperm um, and... The consistency and the amount of semen that you ejaculate is a little bit less, um, and I could argue as you get a lot older, the quality is a little bit less as well. Um, but that isn't because you're having too much sex. And in fact, there's a there's a term that we use called "use it or lose it," and the the, the nature of your of, of how your sexual tract works, how the the different muscles work, how your brain connects with your genitals in order to um, be able to generate pleasure and kind of ease in sexual activity means that really the more sex you have, the better it is, both for your mental and your physical health. Um, but ultimately, a lot of sex isn't going to negatively impact on the amount of sperm that you have. But obviously, if you are having a lot of sex in a small period of time, like you know over a week or so, and at the end of that week, you're wanting to measure the amount of sperm that you have in that particular on that particular day it may be a little bit less than usual because you're using up the stores that you have but those stores will replenish themselves
0: all right uh, france a team is on the line good evening
2: good evening patricia and the dog how are you good then i'm good uh, patricia um i just like to differ a little bit i mean with the dog um on the issue of the size um I think size works for others, and for others it doesn't. For 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 me, I can say it works. I mean, it works for me, because I mean, to satisfy a, a woman, it differ on what she is expecting on the table. You know, so you can't go and satisfy someone with a McDonald's chips. And then uh whereas the size of a body is huge because the thing will keep on flopping I mean flipping out time and again. And at the end of the day you have done nothing, spend the whole time without satisfying her. So uh size in a way it does matter and if uh it has been circumcised is a, is an advantage as far as I'm concerned. You know, but there's other I mean, nations that for them size is not um, that important, especially uh, the white community, because they spend most of their time doing the play, uh, catering, and all those kinds of things. So like the doctor said uh, previously, that, you know, it's not all about uh, penetration. Yes, for for the white community, it's not all about that. But with us, I mean... um, the way we've been raised and grow up, you have to satisfy. I mean, your are woman, and I'm surprised even not even one of the ladies are calling, you know, to tell us their side of the story because they are the ones who are complaining that no, uh, this guy has he doesn't satisfy me this and that. They should call and tell us because for us we go all out to satisfy them. They must tell us what makes them happy and what doesn't make them happy.
0: Thanks, Franz. We're hoping the ladies will comment and come in. We are talking, A-teamers, about um, small penis syndrome. Doc, let me ask, what is body dysmorphia disorder,
1: if I'm saying it right? Yes, body dysmorphic disorder. So this is one or two steps forward from small penis anxiety or small penis syndrome. And this is a This is a a psychiatric condition. It's a true mental health condition, um, which is when the degree of distress that one has and the level of intrusion in your mind, in your thinking about your, your penis, is to such a degree that it causes a huge amount of distress, it causes overthinking, and it causes major issues in your life. So, you know, you may be somebody who's anxious about your penis, you think it's a bit small, you worry about it, you're self-conscious, and maybe you feel a little bit kind of low about it, and you you, you know, you would like to have a bigger penis, but at the end of the day, you get on with your life, and you find a way of accommodating it. Now, if you're somebody who's absolutely convinced that it's very small, and you are thinking about it every single day, and you're spending hours online trying to figure out what to do, and... In your mind, no matter how somebody proves to you by measuring it that your penis is a normal size, it is still causing you a lot of distress, anxiety, and depression, and is causing you to be really obsessed by it. You're getting to the point where you're having what we call a delusion. You're having a fixed idea that's causing you a massive amount of distress. And this is a condition which... Is, is quite serious and it can be really damaging to somebody's life and they they suffer a great deal. It is a form of dysmorphic body disorder, uh, called you know, we call it you know, penile dysmorphic disorder. But you'll know also about often young men who look at their bodies, who look at their muscles, and they may be quite muscular, but in their mind they see a small person and feel that they have to go to the gym more, they have to take supplements, or they have to inject with testosterone. It's that type of condition where you have a kind of a fixed idea in your mind about your body, which does not represent reality, and it causes you a massive amount of distress. And this is a condition which really needs to be treated by a mental health professional, who's able to counsel, give medication and help in meaningful ways to somebody who often is suffering a great deal.
0: So, the, the, um, this uh, BDD, uh, body dysmorphic disorder, needs mm. psychiatric assistance or medical, mental medical health um, care. Does small penis syndrome also require the same?
1: Well, you, it's not of the same order. Yeah. You, 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 it, it may be something which is fleeting. You know, it could be the case. You know, I've actually seen this where you've got a young man who comes to you and he has as a adolescent, he was a little bit behind in his development from his friends and they were in the locker room or whatever the case. And he couldn't help but see that, uh, you know, his friends had bigger penises than his and they made an impression that his was very small. And he carried that impression with him through his adolescence and became quite self-conscious and was always a little bit kind of uncertain and felt a little bit bad about it. But then he, he found a partner and the partner liked him and, they got on well together and sexually it all worked out and he was able then to get over his problem because things fell into place. And he kind of we got a bigger vision of things and it all worked out. Now, that would be how somebody with uh, small penis anxiety overcame their anxiety because it was normalized and they were able to find a relationship which was meaningful and everything worked out okay. But if he's somebody who 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 consistently is thinking all the time about how small your penis is, and you're obsessed by it, and you are really, really overwhelmed and suffering from it, well, that's a different story altogether from more like a you know small penis anxiety. It's like an anxiety that somebody would have, which you can overcome a little more easily.
0: Some messages here. This one says, um, Doc, my greatest problem is not the size, but erection dysfunction. What can I do? This is from Amos in Kylie
1: Jane, Cape Town. Yes, Amos. So, yes, this is a different subject altogether, and it's a it's a whole subject in its own right. I think we spent a little bit of time talking about it, and it's always worthwhile speaking of it. But this is different insofar as it's is that the erection of the penis is, is not either you can't initiate sufficient erection to penetrate, or somehow, once you've penetrated, you lose your erection. And... Just briefly, without going into too much detail, you know, really? if you are a younger person, and this is happening only occasionally on certain circumstances, it probably means that there's some stress or some psychological issue or some type of just a couple of bad experiences that needs to be um, looked at or dealt with, or maybe just given a little bit of time and it come, comes better by itself. But if you're an older person who's having difficulty sustaining an erection, an older man who's got maybe a little bit of diabetes or blood pressure, then it's a good idea to go and check these things out with your doctor because it could be a medicine. It could be the fact that your blood pressure isn't right or your sugar isn't right. And then medically speaking, in fact, something can be done for it. So it's a complicated issue and it's hard for me to address the whole thing in one answer to a question, but it's a common problem. Um, It also causes a lot of shame and difficulty and I think embarrassment. And uh, often men find it difficult to go to their doctors to talk about this kind of thing. So, I would suggest, though, if it is an ongoing issue, to have a chat with your doctor about it because there also are medications which can help you with erectile dysfunction.
0: This AT Merced, I once had a friend who had what they call a pinky, so I suppose the a small penis. However, a yeah. few of his intimate partners, uh, I was close to them, and they would highly compliment him. Interesting. Uh, this one says, I wanted to enlarge my penis. Um, now my wife told me that I am fine with it. So clearly, it's sometimes what
1: uh, is in the head, as you have been saying, Doc. Yes, I mean it's a lot of the time. I've been very interested. I think there was the one gentleman who who uh, who phoned in. who was saying some very sensible things a little bit earlier about the, the fact that you know, many women they they don't, you know, they they. Opt- specific or particular about the kind of man that they want and often will put men in a position where uh, they will feel that, you know, their genitals are not big enough or they're not good enough or they are maybe not acting in a certain way. And I'm afraid that's the nature of life. You're going to get couples and you're going to get partners who, who don't like the way that you are or you don't like the way that they are. And often, you know, that will be something which will stop that relationship from continuing. Um, And, it is true that the, the conversation is missing the female voice in order to be able to kind of understand. But I think you'll find that most of the time it's the men who are more worried about the size of their penis than the women actually are. And they are often quite reassuring and realize that even if they do have a pre- they may have a preference or sometimes for a larger penis, it actually isn't a, an issue overall for them. And it's really more about the man behind the penis than the penis in front of the man.
0: <laughs> I'm being asked by some a teamers who are saying, Patricia, uh, in the absence of ladies, please, please represent the ladies a teamers well <laughs> Elite did represent the ladies. Uh, Elite said she's not going to go with no pinky, so I think that's enough, but I, I I do believe it's it's about intimacy, sex is about intimacy, and doc, yes. it's also not a ab- you know I mean, we know that not all women can reach orgasm. Or, yes, and not course. all women reach orgasm, even those who can, all the time during sexual intercourse. But I think yeah. it's about openness and talking to each other and not body shaming. Because we ladies don't want to be told you've got a too big of a or a too small of a. And I suppose yes. men want the same thing. Don't body shame them and be intimate truly with each other regardless of size.
1: Well, this is exactly right. And, you know, the thing that you can't be rigid about, which you've got to remember, is the way that you approach sexuality and your mind. If there's one place where rigidity is not a good idea, it's, it's in the way that you consider sexuality and intimacy. Insofar as you're adaptable, you're open to new ways of finding pleasure for yourself and your partner, and that you're able to adapt and understand that, that the, the way that you communicate with each other is, is usually a, a guaranteed way to be able to find new ways to sexually uh, connect with each other. Um, so one really can't, anytime you get caught up in one single aspect, one very folk, hyper-focused area of your sexual activity, you're going to lose the, the trees for that little particular little piece of wood. Um, and you, you you're gonna find that you suffer in the long run.
0: Doc, on that note, I'm going to ask that uh, we uh, close off our conversation. But the one thing I have learned is that if it is small penis syndrome, you can get help. If it's micropenis, you can get help. If it's body uh, dysmorphic uh, disorder, you can get help. So the men should, you know, stand up and get the help. That's what I've learned today.
1: Absolutely. I would absolutely endorse that.
0: Thank you for joining us, Doc. Please give us contact details for your practice.
1: Thank you, Patricia. It's uh, Dr. Anthony Smith. dot is my website, and you'll find yeah. all my details there.
0: Thank you very much. Have a good evening.
1: You too. Bye bye.
0: Hey, teamers. That's it. We've done and dusted for our Wednesday evening edition of Late Night Conversation. We'll be back again tomorrow from ten. PM until midnight for the Thursday edition, but at three AM, please wake up early and catch the freshest voice um, and uh, listen to Asanda better on Sound Awake. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.